couple of years down the road, uh, you are uh, hanging out. You're still living in sunny Los Angeles. Yeah. The city of angels. Okay. The only city that has a, uh, a part of town designated for, uh, for angels to live in. Yeah. To live in like they have, their, like they have like a housing, like they're all housed in a certain area of the city. Yeah. There's a, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. There's a, a part of Los Angeles that's been informally, it's been informally, uh, dubbed as where the angels play. Oh, Pat. And, and what, that's so gross. And what it is is, uh, you know, it's like, you know how like there's 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 parts of L.A. where there's 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 a part where it has a large uh, like our like Armenian population. Yeah, yeah. There's a part of town that has a large Korean population. That's where I work. Thing. Armenian population, Glendale, baby. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. So anyway, so uh, the, so where Angels Play is uh this uh this area, and what's interesting is that it's a pretty large area. There's actually like a they have the sky is within air. Why do they need a huge area? They have the the sky. Nobody else has that because th- they want to put down roots, dude. But they're, they're angels. It, it, like, what are they? Are what are they? Yeah. Are they like being fucking electricians and like fast food workers and doctors and shit? Or what, are are they assimilating? What, what's going? What's oh, going on? Th- they contribute to society for sure. Okay. So, um. So what happens there? Uh, there's actually like a subsection of, of that of, of where angels play <sighs> called uh, <laughs> called where angels dare. Oh, and that no. is sort of like a uh, <laughs> no. What are they? Like a dare? bad part of town, dude. You don't. <laughs> they'll be like, I dare you to uh, you know fly around the sun fast enough to not burn to death. Yeah, the sun is the only known thing that can kill an angel. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So. Um, you know, it's a, it's an interesting part of town. You don't really spend too much time there. Yeah, why like would I? Said. Why why, why the fuck would I possibly spend too much time there? I mean, you want to be curious a little bit? No, Pat. Nothing can kill them except for the sun. You know what I mean? Why am I going? Like, if, if I run into one of them, I mean, they're going to totally dominate me in every yeah. every way imaginable. And if I mouth off, like, I cannot kill them because I'm not the fucking sun. Sure. Um. Yeah, so you, you don't go there a lot, um, but you know the angels are actually like really nice people, and you're definitely like judging them. So you don't go. I'm probably terrified like of their superiority. You know they can fly, Pat. Yeah, an angel is just like a it's a it's a good monster. You know what I mean? And, the, <laughs> and that's the last thing you think about before you fall asleep at night. You just go, but they can fly. They're good monsters. Sure. So that's that's the way you've always looked at them. Uh, so sort of explains why you don't spend a lot of time there. But so things are things are going OK for you, like career wise. Yeah. Yeah. You've actually started uh, uh, hosting. A, it's kind of like a game show. Yeah. Where am it's I a, hosting a, it? It's a spinoff of a. Uh, this is it like a live show. Burbank, California, baby. OK, I'm going to Burbank to host a no. game show. It's a it's a game show for. Yeah. And um, wait, is this, so basically, is this televised or a uh, live event? Is this like 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 I'm going to be on TV, like a, like a, in a Drew Carey role, or is this like I am like hosting a live sh- 
version of a game show where people are paying tickets to come watch. Um, it's a live show that uh, people are paying tickets to watch. Uh, basically, uh, what it is is uh, it's a spinoff of a, of a TV of a game show called Who's Got It? Oh no! Uh, Who's Got It is uh, a game show where people just sort of like come to, and they're in a studio, and one of them has some an explosive <laughs> like inside them. Yeah, and they have to figure out by the end of the show who has it. And at the end of the show, people walk out. And if you walk out and you have the bomb inside, you you die. You explode. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this, the spinoff show is called. It's called. The spinoff show is called Still Got It. Oh, no. And what it is, is you actually go to the graves of the different people who have died. Yeah. And uh, you actually uh, have this game show where the loved ones. Wait, hang on. Uh, hang on. Hang on. They actually I host to- a game show. At somebody's grave, <laughs> and their loved ones yeah. are the participants. Yeah. This seems so fucking happened- cruel, Pat. But it gets ratings, dude. Yeah, of course it gets ratings. It's fucking cruel. We are a cruel nation. We love cruelty. Yeah, that is awful. What a fucking horrible that's thing act- to do. That's actually the name of your of your LLC. It's called uh, We're a Cruel Nation oh, God. <laughs> Productions. Cruel Nation Productions? Yeah. And so what it is, is the loved ones have to guess uh, at what uh, burial site you have uh, laid a bomb. And Are so, you fucking uh, kidding me? Still got it. And the way that it, that it opens is it's you, and you're standing in front of like a graveyard, and you go, hi, I'm Aaron Brooks. Welcome to Still Got It. Oh. Man. And you are sweating, dude. And so, um, so basically, they have to guess uh, w- which one of their loved ones or whatever are gonna explode again. And so, at the end of the show, so it's all go, the families. Let's see who is all the families of everybody who's been killed. Yes, throughout the successful run of Who's Got It. Well, it's it's yeah, it's well, it's it's a different group every time. It's it's not like every single. No, there's too. There probably be too many to. You know, at this point, there's way too many. Yeah, got- the blood. There's so much blood in the, on the hands do, of that studio, dude. So, so do they know that this is? Are they like willingly agreeing to do this, or am I? Am, it sounds like I'm ambushing these people. Am I? Yeah, ambushing? Kinda. No, Pat. There's no kind of about it. It's either I'm ambushing them by taking them to the the gravesite of their loved one. Also, sure. Like, are they all buried in the same graveyard? No, it's spread out all across America. And how how am I well, everywhere? So the- well, so the way it works, well, you're not everywhere. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's it, it follows, you know, who's got it. Wait a where, second. So what happens? What happens is after uh, the, the, the whoever has it on who's got it after they die, they're buried in an unmarked grave, and their loved ones aren't told where they're buried. Are you fucking kidding? So still got it. The kind of the point, the reason that the families participate is they're like, look, we just want to find the body of our son. You know what I mean? And you're like, well, only if he's still got it. So what the fuck happens? These people, we have, so we can, we tell them it's in one of the, the remains of your loved one that were blown up on this television show are buried in one yeah. of several different locations. And there's a game. unmarked grave. Yeah. The, 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 of course they're unmarked, Pat. You're not going to mark it green, but then they have to, what do they, what do they do to figure it out? And what happens if they don't? Um, well, the only way they figure it out is that they agree to be on the show. But, That's why they're all, but what on happens the on the show? You just, you, they, you have to go, hey, do you think your loved one, your dead loved one still has it? 
and they say yes or they're no. They're always going to say, say yes, Pat. Why else would they be there? Nobody's going to make the trip and go, no, I don't think so. And then they just, what, go back to Virginia or wherever? I don't, I mean, look, I'm, I'm just telling you. God, this is so, uh So you're working on that show and stuff, and you're, you're getting paid some serious coin. I bet. Do people want to kick my ass every single day of the year? There are. <laughs> yeah, you definitely have, like, like a list of enemies. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. Everybody like, who's died on that show and their families. The people I'm directly interacting with. What a fucking awful thing to do. <laughs> but what, I mean, I would watch that show. Everybody would watch that show. If you confronted a family of people looking to find the, the grave of their loved one. <laughs> That's just what the show is. I mean, whatever. A buck's a buck's a buck. So they go on the so, show. I'm I'm confused by the mechanics of it, though. What do you mean? Like they they go to the show, and then what happens? Like the family shows up on the show, and then how does the game start? The game starts with you in a fucking bright pink tux. Oh, wait. all right, okay. And you go, hey, what's up? What's up, horny America? Oh, no. Horny America. And you go, A, B here, and we're going to see who's still got it. And so what happens is you have cameras on all the families. And they're all just like there. And they're all like, none of them look happy to be there. Why would they be? Uh, Yeah. And and underneath, uh, all it says is bereaved. (laughs) And so what happens is... uh, You'll be you'll be like, uh, all right, uh, who wants to guess if their loved one still has it? And everyone's fucking pissed. So mad. So anyway, so you're working there and things are going OK as far as that goes. Um, because of that, because of your your uh, notoriety from from hosting, uh, <laughs> still got it. Uh, you actually things are working out for you like uh, like comedy wise, like stand up. How much am I making? First off, how much money am I making for Still Got It? Exclusively Still Got It. How much does that bring in for me a year? $120,000. Man, that's like a lot of money. That's a lot of money, but it's not like you also, so much money that like fuck, that's so much money. You also get a uh, uh, you also get a gift card to the Darden Family Restaurant Group for $35. You get that every month, dude. And so, it rolls over. Like I'm not going to spend 35 bucks at a Dart, you know what I mean? Yeah. What, am I going to go spend 70 the next month? No. Nice. I'm going to space so, it out. So things are going okay for you. Uh, like I said, you're, you're pulling down 120 grand a year just from doing Still Got It. Okay. And so you start like going on the road and stuff and, you know, telling your, you know, your, your pithy little jokes or whatever. Thanks, Pat. And uh, you get, you get hired uh, to, to work uh, a birthday party. Oh, great. So things are going, things are going well. What the fuck, brother? Pat? You're a dude. It's party? a private. It's a private event. Like you're getting paid some serious coin. Define that. How much is serious coin? Um, for uh, a uh, half hour show, you're getting paid um eight grand. Absolutely, I'll do it. And you also get unlimited drinks. I'm. Am I drinking again? Did I fall off no. the wagon? No. But what happens is the guy, the guy who tells you that, like you get limited drinks and you go, oh, well, I don't actually drink. And he goes, he goes, well, then there's more for the Mac Daddy. His uh, name is Mac Daddy. No. God damn it. 
he's just going to assume all of my free drinks. Yeah, his, his first name, his name is McLean Daddy, but he goes by Mac Daddy. And that so what sucks. ends up happening that sucks is you so get. Bad. Why? You know exactly <laughs> it's why. Cool. So what happens is um, you're, you go to this fucking birthday party and um, everybody who is there, they're, they're all like backyard wrestlers. Oh, gross. But honestly, dude, it's the most fun you've had at a gig in a while. I mean, while. there's nothing wrong with that, but that just sounds like a terrible... Uh, I'm going to go do stand-up before Backyard Wrestlers. I'm going to go so fucking sa- tell long-winded tales and spin yarns before these dudes slam each other into a barbed wire-covered table. What a fuck... No, no, no. It's just a, it's a birthday party. They're, they're not, like... They're not wrestling. Oh, okay. So it's not it's not a wrestling show. They're just... It's just a party no, no, for... No. Okay, okay that's much better it's just it's just a group of friends who backyard wrestle and honestly it's so much fun to do okay because what happens is it's one of those it's one of those gigs where it's like um people are like uh they're there to like hang out They're, they're there to watch a show and they're they're definitely a little rowdy but not in a way that's disrespectful in a way where it's like you show up and you're like, the first thing you say is you go like, Hey, I'm Aaron Brooks and I love to fuck. And they're all like, yeah. And they, and they're like, how do you like to do it? And you're like, here's how, and you'd fucking tell them, dude. And you go into explicit detail. And so, like I said, they're rowdy, but they're fun. It's not like they're shouting, they're like, you suck or whatever. Like you have a lot of fun with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, by the end of the night, they're like, they're like, man, you, that was so, you know, and like a- after you're done, you're like, they're like, Hey, hang out with us for a little bit. Yeah. And you're like, I think I'm gonna. Yeah, probably. I mean, I was, I loved wrestling when I was a, a little kid, you know, all the time. Yeah. Loved and you, it. you actually, t- you talk about it on stage. You talk about a very specific memory that you have. Yeah. I got elbowed the last day of seventh grade by Tony Maples and I had a concussion. And I went home and watched the WrestleMania from Wembley stadium and fell asleep. With a concussion. Turned out just fine. I don't know what all the fucking fuss is about. <laughs> but I fell I fell asleep to that WrestleMania. Legion of Doom, I think they came riding out on motorcycles. It was pretty cool. Yeah. That's the first story that you tell on stage. And after that, they're just eating out the palm of your fucking hand, dude. And so um the gig goes really well. You end up hanging out with them afterward. Yeah. They're they're really fun. And they're like they're like Brooksy, just so you know, we're actually doing a, a backyard match tomorrow. Oh man, dude, I'm, I'll, I'll put you on the list. You should come hang out. Yeah, that sounds real cool. I like these guys. Like they're all, they're all fun. Yeah, they're fun. Great. They're really fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have anything else going on. I mean, like they, they you know, they're fucking drunk. I don't know. Now, hang but, on a second. How? What? Because of all the still godded hoopla. Yeah, do I feel like I got a target on my back. No, dude, it's a fucking hit. Yeah, I know it's a hit, but like, do I feel like? I'm significantly wronging the people involved to the point that they might take retribution. No, you broadcast from an undisclosed location. And that's how you, uh, that's how you bill it. You go broadcasting live from an undisclosed location. But people would it's know, Aaron Brooks. people would know that I live in, you said I'm, I'm very, I have a lot of notoriety. People would know I live in LA. Yeah. You know, but I, yeah, okay. but if I'm not concerned, to, then yeah, no, I'll do it. They, then yeah. They have they have to go through a screening process to find you. <laughs> okay, all right. They talk to uh, 
the way that people find you uh, is they talk to your friend Ben Shola, <laughs> and uh, what happens is people people will call that call him and be like, "Hey, I'm trying to reach Aaron Brooks," and he'll kind of like do a whole screening process type of thing. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? So Ben is screening my calls on my behalf. Yeah, and and like w- what'll happen is at at the end at the end of the the call, like when they give you the phone to talk, they're like, "Hey, call me crazy." Does that guy sound a lot like Richard Linklater, or is that? <laughs> and you kind of don't really have a response. You're like, yeah. I, I get, I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, it's the next uh, the next day. You wake up. Yeah. Do you go to the wrestling show? I mean, yeah, yeah, I do. Also. You said that Ben hands he screens them and then he hands me the phone. Yeah, he yeah he screens so, them like in front of you. So Ben is with me all of the time. Yeah, Ben is with I mean, me no. everywhere I go because he's screening my calls, Pat. And it's, then well, handing me the dur- phone. It's during office hours. Oh, okay. So Ben's day job is to be by my side screening my phone calls. It is all. He does. does he ever does he ever stop anybody or does he just like let everybody in say again does he ever stop anybody from like talking to me or does he just like let everybody in oh no he no he's very good at his job like like he'll he'll still stop people so what, for sure what would he, how would he do it though like if somebody calls and how like what's what's the determination he's got to make um he just you you know goes from his gut like he always does okay. and it's worked out so far and like if, if he thinks to himself this isn't going to work out the exact phrase he uses is "Sorry, numb nuts." Classes closed, <laughs> and he hangs up. Classes closed, like it's a goddamn Seven Eleven. Classes, they're yeah. just closed. I don't know why nope, he says no that. more it's class. A very, it's a very poor choice can't, of words. Can't get any class because they're they're closed. Yep, that's why that's why you call them that's why you call them classless. Bad. Oh no! So what happens is. Um, the next day you wake up and you're like, hell yeah, I'm going to go to this goddamn wrestling show or whatever. Yeah. You, um, you know, you go and you watch. And honestly, dude, it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Like you said earlier, you were you were big into pro wrestling when you were young. So seeing uh, like seeing stuff like that live, you're like, oh, man, this is actually like this is so much fun. Yeah. Like, I, I've kind of missed this. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then suddenly, like there's there's like a announcer and stuff, mm-hmm. and he's talking, and like he'll you know he he's just like talking and shit. And then at, at one point he goes, you hear uh, he goes, he starts playing some music, some music starts playing, and he goes, by God, that's Aaron Brooks's music. What is he doing oh, here? Oh no, I'm not I'm and not like, wrestling anybody, Pat. That's not gonna happen. There's a spotlight on you as your theme music plays. What is it's, my it's, theme it's, music? What do they play? So- they go raindrops keep falling. Are you fucking kidding me? I get the softest ass song in the history of walk-up songs. <laughs> you just like it. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like that song? But that's not going to be the song that I would pick to be my walk-up music at a wrestling event. But that guy know, gets his ass kicked, so, Pat. I'm not. I'm not and, fighting anybody. And so everyone kind of just kind of looks at you, yeah, and like the spotlight's the on you. And, and and then the announcers like the the announcers like. All the way from Hollywood, California, the host of Still Got Uh-oh. It. Everyone boos. Uh-oh. Aaron Brooks. Oh, what are you doing? Do you get in the I, ring? No, I leave. I leave immediately. I, I 
turn and run. One of the uh, one of the wrestlers uh, like runs after you. Yeah, he has, he has like a he has like a like a, a mic on like one of those wireless mics or whatever. Yeah, and he runs over and he goes, "Whoa!" He goes, "Jet fuel is blazing, baby." <laughs> His name is he Jet goes, Fuel. Yeah. Are you fucking? He's. <laughs> His name is the, are the words jet fuel. Yeah, that's, that's okay. his name. And he's and he's blazing, baby. He's, he goes, I'm blazing, baby. He goes, Whoa! Come on over here, brother. Like grabs you and spins you around. Who, how many wrestlers you spin, is he? You spin around like a fucking tornado, dude. Like he's very strong. Jet fuel. So jet fuel just pirouettes me in place. Yeah, his name it's it's spelled J E T T F U E L X X X. The X's are silent. So really, he goes, thank you, he, thank he you go, for clarifying, Pat. He goes, look here, brother, you better get in the damn ring with me, woo, or else I'll kill your family. And everyone in the crowd goes, woo. What the fuck, Pat? He goes, get over here, brother. He's gonna kill my fucking family. Well, that's what he says. I mean, he's he's probably he's probably not gonna. I mean, I don't know. Are what you, you fucking kidding me? Well, what do you do? I mean, he's gonna kill my. Do I do I take that as like a threat that he's gonna kill my family? Not a real threat, but he does yell out your mother's address. What the fuck, Pat? This guy knows my mom's address. Boy yells it. Yeah, how the fuck did he learn my mom's address, Pat? I'm just telling you what happened. Yeah, but how did Jet Fuel get my mom's address? You'd have to ask him. I would go, "Hey, Jet Fuel, how the fuck did you get my mom's address?" And he looks at you and he goes, "He goes, I've got everyone's address, brother." He pounds a beer and just throws it over his shoulder. It goes flying in the air and explodes. I don't believe that he has everyone's address. That seems like a very uh, illogical claim to make. Uh, so what do you do? So I, I leave. I continue to leave. I continue to leave, and I go, "Don't put a fucking hand on me." I didn't. I didn't agree to this. I don't want this. I don't, I don't want this. Look at Danny's fucking legs. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Anyway, sorry. That was the Zoom purse. That was a Zoom friend. So, um, so you don't get in the ring. You're just like, fuck this. Absolutely not, dude. Me. I don't, I, that's like, that's a very like <laughs> personal thing to have somebody come up and touch you and spin me around like a tornado, as you said, like a tornado on steroids. And at some point I'm throwing up. Yeah. I'm passing out from all the G's. How many G's are we talking? Uh, I mean, you don't hit, you, I mean, you don't have any G's. So you just kind of feel weird. Oh, I thought you guys, thought the guy was serious, but I guess he's not. So. So what do you do? Do you I get in the ring or do you Absolutely leave? not. I'm not getting in the ring with that guy who, who just spun me around like a tornado. He's going to fucking murder me in there. Absolutely not. Sure. I don't feel comfortable okay. with this. I leave. Okay. So uh, so you leave. Yeah. And you're and, and, you, and as you leave, you turn around and and like because everyone's like booing you and you you scream over your shoulder. Whatever. I'm not going to scream that. Pat. I got other things to do. Pat, I'm not going to I'm not going to be a petulant child about this. There's you immediately trip over your shoelaces good. after you do that. They all see you skin your knee really badly. 
So I'm wearing like I'm wearing sneakers and shorts, is what you're telling me? Mesh shorts. Oh right? no, Pat! I went out in mesh shorts. <laughs> yeah, and on the and on the back it says, "Oh no, uh, fuck you!" It doesn't. Whatever you're gonna, it doesn't say it. It says juicy. Oh god, I'm wearing a pair of juicy mesh shorts. Sure. That, that so anyway, so, so, bad. so you, well, yeah. So you leave. And you're like, uh, and you kind of like, fuck this, I'm going home or whatever. Uh, and so um, you kind of just like trudge home uh, and uh, you get home. And it's weird because as you walk up, you realize that the door to your apartment is like left open. And you kind of think to yourself, God damn it, Wally. God damn it, Wally. Wally is your roommate. Yeah. Uh and so he uh, he always leaves the door open, and you kind of get annoyed at him. This is the most frustrating thing on this show. Just close the fucking door. Just close the door when you leave. You've been doing it your entire life. <laughs> why why can't you close the goddamn door? It may, it's it makes me so mad. Sure. And so, so um, you get you're like, sure. And you walk up, and you're just like, "Fuck this!" And you close the door, and you just kind of yell, "Wally, the door!" And you hear from his room, sorry, I'm fucking. Oh, great. And so uh, you're good for like, Wally. Sure. And so uh, you're just like, well, whatever. And you uh, go into your room. You're like, what a crazy day. And uh, you decide to, to go to sleep and uh, you jump into bed and you're wearing. Oh, the only thing you're wearing is white boxers with hearts on them. And you jump into bed and you're a, you're like, just. About to fall asleep, and you think to your, you think you think to yourself, "Hey, Sandman, where you at, brother?" <laughs> what the fuck? Why am I doing that? It's just like a, a thought you have, and then uh, a second later, um, a a ninja walks in and slits your throat. What? And what? He he had the wrong address. Oh, he was oh are you fucking to, kidding me? Yeah, it turned out that there was like a major criminal who lived next door to you, and you had no idea. And so he he couldn't read the uh, the handwriting of the person who gave it to him, so he just snuck the fuck in and slit that tight little oh, throat of yours. Man. And then as and your blood kind of spurts out like a geyser, and the last thing you see is him just putting his mouth his open wet mouth out Ugh. and catching all the blood. And then he looks down, and and you just hear the last thing you hear before you die is. Oh no, I'm supposed to go to 1208 Canyon Road. <laughs> and then you die. <laughs> I get murdered by just a careless ninja. Yeah, it was all for nothing. That fucking sucks, Pat. Fuck you. That sucked. <laughs> what are you Wait. I thought that was fun. No, Pat, it wasn't fun. Then why did everyone laugh so hard? I don't know. 